What the fuck is up, podcasters? Ooh, ooh, that's not what I meant to say. What the fuck is up, dealists? Hello and welcome to Pod of Green, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, which is officially sponsored by six podcasters who have met in person. Someday. And also by Cabacorp. Hi, I'm Sarah, uh, also known as Ojama Sakuga. I'm, I'm Audrey, aka the pussy is the sarcophagus. Uh, I'm Dan, a.k.a. the Gublagon. Okay, pretty good. Uh, and I'm Argyle, uh, a.k.a. the Bleach Brother. Uh, me and, me and, okay. me and uh-huh. John Belushi, we're the, we're the Bleach Brothers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Then you're on a mission from Sayo. Yeah, we're on a, we're on a mission from Sartorius. Uh, you wear sunglasses. Bastion's got a, like, a thing of Crystal Skull Vodka. God. Oh God! Yeah, he... uh, you're you're wearing the sunglasses because of how bright and shiny and white everything is. Jesus Christ! These were some episodes, folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, we watched uh, three episodes this week. Uh, episodes in the in the sub. It's episodes eighty six to eighty eight. The first one of those episodes eighty six is um the runway of dueling. Oh, that's interesting because Ooh. Crunchyroll translated it as the bridge to the duel stage. So, yeah. the the dub, this is a season 2 episode 34. This is The Art of the Duel. A little bit of a okay. Donald Trump reference there. I'm oh my like, god. <laughs> I mean, it it is both like oh. a bad Donald Trump reference and also like not that directly related to the episode. Mm-hmm. I I am very intrigued to find out like what direction they like culturally I, translated I, this in in the yeah, dub. Yeah, I can't wait because, to hear what Keiko um, sounds like in the dub here. It hey, could have been worse. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, listeners, we got a bit of a <laughs> kind of a kabuki <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. Bit of a. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm I'm just very excited to have my soundboard back. Just, yeah. just let me just yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm done. So we uh, we start off. Speaking of uh, puns with deal, uh, we start off this episode with uh, Tirano, Sho, and Judai uh, running up that hill to make a duel with God. Um, <laughs> one quick question: uh, What was the like the narration for the cold open? The, there, Sarah, I mean, there wasn't any, was there? Yeah, we, what we what we got was like a sort of montage of uh, this guy like putting on his makeup. There was literally oh, like yeah. a lot of <laughs> kind of noises in the background and like just like you know sacro pedals. And he was like, a, um, I don't think he said anything. I think he was just like he did. He did. He deal. said something about like you know preparing myself mm-hmm. for yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't consider that narration. I consider that just like a character talking Scene. to himself yeah Is no, there something... it, it's not really narration yeah it was this character who okay. uh, i believe dan i'll let dan reveal his name yeah just talking mm-hmm. to himself so, uh this guy is named orlando and <laughs> he is an i guess actor. like orlando bloom orlando bloom yeah. was pretty big in 2006 mm-hmm. yeah yeah that tracks no like disney it's I also like, like orlando is. florida yeah, like okay. Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a stage actor, and his opening monologue during this cold open is like this sort of like what's the word I'm looking for? Like an ad read for theater. 
Yeah, no, he's uh-huh. he's like reading out like he's saying like ah he, the best duelist I ever saw duelist times raves and like all this shit as he's applying his makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, fine. He's we, a th- we love a self-centered king. Yeah, he's a theater guy in the dub. Kind uh, of a theater guy with it, yeah. I mean, he is also a theater guy in the sub. Yeah, it's just a very different uh, type of theater. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which they visibly am- could not get away from, which is, I, I think right. is, yeah. I think is for the best, because they had to acknowledge, hey, this is Kabuki, this is a Japanese thing, and they do actually oh, say Kabuki Christ. in the episode. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> thank you for kids. Despite oh, that, God, he is that still, so he, bad. despite that, he still says he's a Broadway performer, so. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, if you can Kabuki make it Broadway? here, you can make it anywhere. Were there any, the, uh, like big kabuki-themed things on Broadway around the mid-2000s? I like, were they doing like... kabuki shows on it? Or... Oh, God, absolutely not. I mean, the the, the, the the closest thing that ever got to here was, like, Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's literally just like, oh, kabuki, it's like, it's a theater production sort of thing. Broadway is the, the American theater yeah. thing, so... This is we what only, children have heard of. There's only theater in one city in all of the United States. Congratulations yes. to me, the New Yorker, for getting to experience yeah, theater. Congratu- congratulations, Audrey. And congratulations um, to the New York-based dubbing studio, Four Kids Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, Broadway. That's, that's where the Mets play. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they actually, they actually have, like, their studios in City Field. Um, so, I'm so lost. Yeah, the guy are, uh, after this, the gang are running up the hill to make a deal with God. Um, they get, they're, they're doing hijinks, and then their hijinks are, like, interrupted by, like, sakura petals blowing. We literally hear this exact sound effect. They, they yeah, they, they don't do that in the dub, unfortunately. Like, it's, it's Bummer. like the Wilhelm scream. Like, I just, you hear it, and you're like, <laughs> there it is. There it is. There, yeah. It's Mr. Yo. Oh my god, you haven't even been to MAGFest, Sarah. You don't know what it's like to be around the Wilhelm scream. Oh god. Excuse me? I'm excited to find out if it manages to happen in January. Fingers fucking crossed. All my fingers are crossed. Um, So we get the introduction of this guy. He's in the sub. I love his name in the sub. Mm -hmm. Um, He is called Kabu Kid. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's good. Like show talks about him. Show is like, yeah, he's like a cosplay duelist. It's very cool. I love so it. So I mm-hmm. like, I like how mm-hmm. we now have like cosplay duelists as an entire genre of duelists. I know. Mm-hmm. Like we have had at least at the least three cosplay duelists now, and it's, it's like a mm-hmm. legitimate form of dueling. I guess I love it so. Much. It's fun. I like the idea that like you can enter dual masquerades. That's good to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's like the journeyman duelist category. Yeah, in the in the dub, um, he's just like he just is a, a Broadway uh, performer who happens to also like du- be a pro duelist on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. God, the hustle's so, real. And, <laughs> so uh, we yeah. So Cyrus and Tyranno are uh, Cyrus. The whole crew is just like looking for opponents. They're climbing up a mountain. Uh, and They're Orlando, a duel with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he so Jaden decides he's gonna duel Orlando. Uh, mm-hmm. and we learn uh, Orlando's motivation, which is that dueling is about art. Uh, it's it's, it's sort of pretty much the same in the sub, I guess, yeah. thematically. 
It's a performance to be put on to entertain viewers. And speaking of viewers... Oh, speaking of viewers! <laughs> Crowler and Bonaparte are sitting on a nearby hill, having, like, green tea and, like, writing yeah. on their PDAs about this. They're like, literally married. They are. They, this is literally. Date. This is literally a date night, having a picnic while watching their most hated student lose. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I want to point they, out that yeah, r- right before this, so Cabo Kid is introduced, and he's talking in um, the specific like Kabuki tone version of Kago, which is like this very archaic, um, old form of English of Japanese, which is, I guess, like. Sort of similar to, like, Shakespearean English, I guess, mm-hmm. if you're going to make, like, a comparison, but not exactly the same. But it's old and it's formal. And so he's talking to this and he's like, you, as, like, introducing himself. And then suddenly he just, like, crouches, crouches down crouches and, like, down. completely drops the accent. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, hey, you in the red shirt. And Chida's like, yeah, what? He's like, let's duel. Let's go. Come on. It's like yeah. in, to- in a totally normal voice. Yeah, it's I mean, so in, funny. In, in the dub, he just does uh, a stereotypical theater voice where he talks mm-hmm. like this all the time, and he doesn't ever really drop it. I do kind of uh, wish they aw. they had made it Shakespearean. What if they made all of his lines in iambic pentameter? Oh my god, that would fucking slap! I and then just like occasionally he just crouches down and he's like, "Hey, you won the duel." <laughs> yeah, because he's from Broadway, which is yeah. uh, in 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 Brooklyn, as we all know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, famous, the, the Brooklyn street of Broadway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, he I want to point out that he he like he's like, hey, you want to deal? And then he's like, oh, and they can watch for free as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I live I live three blocks away from the Broadway in Queens, so don't uh, <laughs> don't uh, yeah. pretend like Broadway doesn't exist in the outer boroughs either. It's just not the same. I Broadway. mean, listen. I also live like about like two minutes drive away from the street known as Broadway. Yeah, Belfast. I mean, the, yeah, there yes. are a million Broadways in a million cities. So you know, he could be from any Broadway. I'm just saying, yeah. there's five Broadways in New York alone. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in the um, Broadway in New Mexico where Elliot lives. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Damn! Stop doxing your house. Um, I also want to point out that um, so like as Cronus and Apollo are like they're watching with tea and like. The first thing they say, they're like, comment, they're like, oh, we could have watched on the CCTV, but live is always better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fucking Bonaparte is like, oh, I can't wait to tell my Mahjong group. And, and, and Crowler's saying, oh, this is this is, this is right. even more entertaining than watching cats. Uh, he, he, he literally said, he literally said Mahjong group. He, yeah, he said Mahjong group. Okay, so I'm now confirming Napoleon for Jewish because uh, it is only <laughs> Mahjong a, is only played Mahjong is only played by only two, played um, by old Jewish people in America. No, it's 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 old uh, Chinese and Japanese men and middle aged Jewish women. Yeah, I, uh, I know this from, from Jordan it. talking about his mom. Yeah, no <laughs> Mahjong, Mahjong or Maj. It is absolutely yeah. He's Jewish now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get a lot of confirmed Jewish people in the dub in these two episodes. Oh, great, good. Mm-mm. Oh, I want to add a third uh, uh, person to that category, which is friend of the show, Colin. Right. Um, and us when we I do mean, our fifty-one worldwide they classic are, games. They are old Chinese man in spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They have that back. Yeah. Um, oh, also, also, yeah, like also, just... the Crowler mentions that they should record this for their blog, so they do have a blog together as well. Oh my god! As in their collective blog. Okay, that's so much better than either one of them having a blog. Yeah, that's he does bio, say he he 35. says our blog, not my blog. Yeah. 
bio, oh 35 God. and 35, Italian and French. Follow for more of our travel blog. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, so, uh, the, w- the big thing at the start of the duel is uh, he sets up this uh, kabuki stage for the field spell. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's called Big Bridge. Uh, it's the whole, it's like a- Battle on the Big Bridge. <laughs> big Bridge, keep on turning. Yeah, it's a <laughs> classic, like, Japanese uh, theater stage. Uh, and he's got, like, these, like, Shinto priestess, samurai, uh, stuff like this. Uh, I didn't take a lot of notes on this episode, but, like... It's not that interesting. I like his monsters. It's just... Yeah, yeah, he's got really cool. Like it, all his monsters are like you know dressed as kabuki actors. I, to be honest, I assume I don't know shit about kabuki, but I was like, yes, this looks like what I have seen of kabuki. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing the noises, so it's. I'm pointing. I'm doing the Leo point at the at the mm-hmm. screen. Uh, he plays. He plays a uh, Benkei who <laughs> is from an old Japanese folktale, which yes, I actually it is. don't know much yes. about. Um, uh, Benkei is from uh, Tale of Genji. Which is like oh, famously, right, yeah. famously one of the first, if not the first, uh, recorded novel on record. Yeah, um, yeah, I have a paperback in copy all of, of it in all I of history. Still haven't, yeah. still so haven't read. Ben, should probably read that. Ben K's got uh, fucking arrows and shit sticking out of him, which means that uh, in the dub, those arrows have been <laughs> oh my God. edited so that where they stick <laughs> into his so body, bad. they are they're they glowing. It's just a little a little glowing spot. Okay, just, I mean, I'm, it could have been I was going to suction cups, so that's I, better than... I've posted a picture of it in only, only that's patrons. That's so funny. Like, the arrows are clearly going into his body, but just, you know, as long as you don't see the actual point of connection between yeah. the arrow it's, and okay, the body, this it's is, fine. This is literally, like, a rectangular black bar over a dick in a yaoi <laughs> yeah. kind of censorship. Just, just over the head, though. Just over the head yeah, of the just, dick. Just, like, right at the frenulum. <laughs> This is... Yeah, as long as you don't see the arrowhead, you can show it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah, the big bridge, I know it's like, uh, is based on like another like Japanese folktale. Uh, it's called Final Fantasy VI. Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> fuck, I fuck it up every time. God damn it. Call yourself a fucking gamer and get off the podcast, Arkyle. Uh... The, You're forbidden from Queens of Games. There is this one there's this one really good bit where uh, where like Jaden says, Oh, this is too much. I need a break. And uh he says Ooh, that... uh, Oh, is that in the sub too? Well, no, no, no. The thing he says in the sub, he's like, oh, wow, I, he says something along the lines of, wow, I got so caught up in it, I almost forgot it was my turn. Just because he's like so enamored with all the Kabuki stuff. Yeah. Uh. So like, he's like, this is so much. I need an intermission. And oh then he says, well, see, more after these, me- like the Orlando says, like, more after these messages. And then it, then it cuts to commercial. Oh, my fucking God. That's so good. <sighs> we, Sometimes yeah, like, Four Kids is so funny just by, like, so... without trying that it's like I kind of have to give it to them. <laughs> I gotta hand it to them. One of my favorite um, kinds of like gags I see in some like Western stuff is is diegetic commercial breaks. Yeah, acknowledging the <laughs> the commercials that are coming up. Um. Yeah. Oh, what else do I have? I have like there's at one point uh, uh, Kabuki Kid does play a spell card called Dramatic Pose, which love that for him. Mm-hmm. I love the art on it too. 
Yeah. It's just it's just the kabuki face just takes up the whole square on the on the card. Yeah. Um he like he does a bunch like sort of the theme of stuff like there's a part where he's like, "Oh, and this is the part where the gallery will cheer me on," which is cues in like Cronus and Napoleon cheering. Mm-hmm. Um which is like the sort of the big theme of it where Judai is like, "Oh, you're not enjoying this deal. You're focusing on the audience and stuff." Um, and, uh, you know, by the end of the deal, he sort of comes, starts to play the cards he enjoys more and starts doing better, and then blah blah blah, Judai ends up winning is basically the whole theme stuff. Uh, so, like, one thing in the dub, I don't know if it's the same here, but, like, Jaden explicitly states, like, around the middle, middle back end of the duel, he's like, of course I know I'm losing against you. But I'm still having fun, and that's what's important. Hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of reversed in the sub, actually. Yeah. The in, in the sub, he's like, "I'm never going to lose against you as long as you're not having fun." Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, the entire strength of my ability to duel has to do with how much I enjoy it. So if you're not having fun, like if you're just doing this for an audience or whatever, but you yourself are not having fun, then I'm going to beat you every time. That's the power it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, in the dub, he literally he says, um, "Like my strength is in that I, I don't really think about like what's going to happen in the future. I live, I, I'm living in the moment. Uh, so I guess you could say that my my real strength is that I don't think very much. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> so I'm true stupid. Bestie. I'm extremely stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm so true, bestie. I I. I I do want to point out one particular line from Orlando. Uh, he is about to summon a card called uh, Shizuka, the Heavenly Dancer. Mm-hmm, and before he does, he says, You may remember her from such hits as Duelist on the Roof and Deckside Story. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. And being Donochi's sister. <laughs> yeah. Kabuki's no, yeah. sister Serenity. was in Duelist on the Roof. Yeah, she's called Serenity, the Heavenly Dancer in the dub. No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> I okay now I am imagining Serenity being into theater. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, if if she pursues a friendship with Anzu, yeah, that's um, what I was Anzu's saying. Like, you know, you know, she did it to impress again. to impress Teo, but then she just got into it on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, at some point, uh, Kabu Kid does play Pot of Greed. So. Yeah. Shot of Greed. drinking oh hi am um yeah uh i have a jialai ipa from cigar city brewing mm-hmm. oh nice uh um let me just oh no what mm-hmm. i forgot that i forgot how much soda like fizzes up oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's fine i'm nice to slurp a night but just because I'm attempting to make myself a Shandy live on air. Oh. Hmm. But I wasn't paying attention. Oops. This needs more beer. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Great. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just mixing lager with uh, Fanta Lemon. Actually, Club Lemon. Mm-hmm. Which is better than Fanta Lemon. Alright. Uh, I'm having the very last of this, uh, well, not, I'm enjoying my last glass of that wine I've had for the last few weeks. Mm. Uh, I forgot the name again. I'll you listen to our earlier episodes. I'll say it then. 
<laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, specifically, I have like about 40 beers left over from when me and uh, Pete got made up had a big pizza party. So. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Enjoy those. Just making my way through them. <laughs> drinking fast, drinking faster. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, I've got water. Oh, I was just about oh, to yes. ask. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A shocking move from Argyle. Damn. Really uh, zagged on him this week. Mm. Alright. Yeah, and the, the the deal the deal ends. The fun part about the end of the deal that I like is how uh, Kabu Kid is like, ah, but the twist must come at the very end. And Judai, after like a turn, is like, mm, no, this is the true twist. So that's some fun lines. Yeah. Um, he has a dragon called Genghis Gan. Uh, yeah, same, mm-hmm. same, same dragon. Mm-hmm. Genghis Gan. Here he is. He's just a big dragon. Yeah. He's uh, cool. I like him. Uh, um, let's see, what else? Uh, at the at the very end, like after Judai wins the jewel, uh, Napoleon is like okay and leaves and abandons Kronos to like clear up their entire picnic. Extremely <laughs> funny stuff. That's great. Um, I he's uh yeah. There's like a bit where uh, Orlando he's got his wig off since he's he's not performing and like mm-hmm. he does a little victory dance for Jaden. Uh, oh, because yeah. for us he basically gives them. It gives like Jaden show and Kenson like a private one man Kabuki show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In, in the dub, this is because uh, before he left, bon- uh, Bonaparte mentioned like, "Oh, I, I really wanted to see his victory dance." Uh, so uh, it's pretty good. Hasselberry and Cyrus ask him to do the victory <laughs> dance, dancing. even though he lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he 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 does a dance and he says a cheer and he says what he says is rah rah re kick him in the knee. Ra ra rut, kick him in the other knee. Uh, and that's the uh-huh. end of the episode. Isn't that like straight from Courage to Cowardly Dog? I'm pretty sure I saw that on Courage to Cowardly Dog. Yeah, it's like cheerleader right. stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, that's cool. basically episode. That's, yeah, that's episode. Um, three parter this week. Hypothesis uh, that go, uh, four kids is just continually stealing gags and spoofs from Courage <laughs> the Cowardly Dog. I mean. It was uh, the I wouldn't pass them. Should we do our uh, midsection break? Yeah, sure. In which, hang on, I need to go to the Patreon to check that we don't have any new new patrons. I don't think we do. We're not talking about video games this week, right? No, we are not. I uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I, I'm like I, we're, I literally paused the final boss of final final boss of okay, Skyward Sword okay. to do to do this podcast. Yeah, you, you, I'm you, not you, ready you, to talk about yeah, it anyway. You can, you can talk about it next time you're on the show. Dragon Age Origin yeah. continues to be Dragon Age Origins. That's all I had to say about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm still playing Great Ace Attorney. I'm playing on a bunch of games, and I'll talk about them more in future bits. But I did finish Hell Psychonauts yeah. too. That's one. Of nice, them. nice. Oh, yeah, we did it. We got those patrons. So glad that Max finally played Psychonauts and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the Patreon layout's changed again. Okay, I will so, never play oh, Psychonauts I, I just, and enjoy it. I just don't do it. <laughs> well, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Alright, gamers. We are finally ready to give a big wet kiss to our top <laughs> dollar patrons, which are Boo Boo Hashiko. I oh, thought you guys oh. were going to do some kissing. Want to try that one again? Yeah, Boo-boo yeah. Hashiko. Mm-hmm. One more time. Oh, one more time. Boo Boo Hashiko. One no. It's no. Is it? Still no. Did they it's spell Boo-boo it that Hakusho. way on the, on the Patreon? What? 
Are you it's, talking to what? It's Boo Boo Hakusho, not Boo Boo Hashiko. That's what I've been. Is that not what I've been saying? Yeah, you've been saying Boo Boo Hashiko. I okay, Boo Boo Hakusho. Was that there not what go. I said? Yeah, that, I no. swear to God, I've been saying Boo Boo Hakusho the whole time. No, you've not. <laughs> you said but. Hashiko three times. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I okay, okay, okay. To pull back the curtain here, I thought that you were saying one more time was to give the rest of the gang time to do kissing sound effects as oh. our new bit. No. No, it was no. not. Okay, I didn't realize you were talking to me, so I kept saying the same thing. Uh-huh. Just gonna take a drink. <laughs> That'll make it better. Yeah, no, that makes you read more better famously. Yeah, wait till I get to Daniel Kalexis. <laughs> Kalaskas. Okay. Boo Boo Hashiko. That's what we're gonna have to call this episode. It's a good, it's a good thing we didn't do Queens of Games this week because we're gonna have to spend the next ten minutes doing this. No, nope. We can edit it out. We can edit it out for time. Just make a super cut of me saying Hakusho. Fuck. You said it right that time. That was that was the right one. <laughs> okay, I see. You know, until you can say Hakusho the correct way. Sarah. You know, you know what's gonna make help is because I'm pretty sure there is a podcast or was a podcast called the Yu Yu Haku Show. There was, yeah, which is how it said. So, right. Boo Boo Haku Show. We did it. Yes, yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. job. Okay, Boo Boo Haku Show. Eduviru, mm-hmm. Just Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, mm-hmm. Cyvern. Fuck, Nero Wyvern, <laughs> Sarvis. Oh, I thought we were expected to give kisses to all of them. That was really fast. Listen, I just, I needed not, a not, run up yeah. or I couldn't get through it. You need the momentum. I, you you got to do it all at once. Can't reach. Max is editing this episode. I can't wait for him to get this raw audio. Kisses to all of you. Christ. Thank you. Thank you for the money. <laughs> Thank you for the money and for your patience. Oh, God. All right. Um, Episode 87, Fight (laughs) Ochama Trio, Part 1. Blinded by the Light, Part 1. Ooh, I'm I'm blinded by the light. Thank you, um, fuck who sang that. The Weeknd. Yes, there you go. I thought you um, you forgot me for a second. Um, Don't you? Yeah. Um, so this is really just Duelist Kingdom all over again, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of star chips, it's just medals, but it's the same fucking shit. I mean, there's also less I mean, of a gambling element. You either get them all or you don't. Uh, that's listen. true. If it ain't broke, don't, don't chip it. It, it, it. Yeah, I mean, it's like I like I like mean, I said last episode. It's even more Fortnite esque than, do we, than it was before. Okay, serious question: Do we consider Duel's Kingdom a successful tournament? Yes, people well, it's died. Successful storytelling. People Not died. A of fun. Of fun and murder. Actually, well, confirmed. Did anybody die? Nah, Pegasus did. But nah, couldn't kill his ass. We saw him last week. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's depending fine. on, he's dead, depending he's on fine. canon, Pegasus really is like Schrodinger's death here. Schrodinger's uh, duelist. Schrodinger's uh, eyeball. Is it in there? Is there one in there? Are there two in there? Squish on top of each other? <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that there's maximum one now because regardless of whether Bakura killed him or not, he sure did rip that eye out. Yeah. Andrew, his name's Maximilian, not Maximum. Um, I, 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 <laughs> sorry. Doing great. Uh, uh, so, 
Speaking of uh, Psychonauts, the uh, show is looking like a trash oh. can from the Milkman level of Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. I I don't. So he spends these most of these episodes hiding in a big bin. I don't know why it's so funny to me that it's a plastic bin and not a metal bin. It is pretty funny. Mm. It's, it's pretty just funny. really good. I mean, in and the, the US, just the way it's animated. Yeah, in the US, it probably means that it's recyclables, which is very funny. Yeah, because it's see, blue. I took it. I took it as laundry. Interesting. I mean, it's definitely a garbage bin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because Joe's fucking garbage. He's hiding in the garbage because it reminds him of himself. I'm Uh, in the garbage. I'm the garbage man. He's going to go out on the the duel arena and he's going to start eating trash. Uh, So, so, uh, we also, we get like this whole thing with uh, Tyranno and... uh, uh, Cyrus just talking about they talk about the trash can, they talk about the medallions. They note that how many medallions you earn over the course of it will determine your final grade. So they're, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like Oh, did really... we finally get that that point in the dub? Mm-hmm. I must have not been paying attention because yeah. <laughs> Uh Yeah. Also, while no, this is... like we also got uh last episode that like Napoleon was grading Judai on the deal, so I think it's as well as how many medals you earn, like, they also watch your jewels and grade the jewels. I don't fucking know. Uh, Whatever. Uh, we then cut to, like, Chaz taking on a pro duelist. Oh, wait. that That's just, like, start... It's in... Yeah, Chaz is dealing a pro duelist. He's got... They've both got, like, jackets full of medals. Yeah, they do, like, a funny bit where he's like, check out how many medals I have, and, like, Flasher, flasher style opens his jacket, at which, like, Manjoma does the exact same thing. Extremely Yeah, good except thank he has you, even more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the, the pro duelist is unnamed, but is absolutely from New York, uh, once yeah. again. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's, got uh, and, big, mm-hmm. he's got big Golgo 13 eyebrows. He's got huge and, eyebrows. And he does say oy vey, so he may or may not be Jewish. Oh, that's Jewish. <laughs> confirmed. 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 Get yourself uh, a nice pastrami sandwich, darling. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, show, shows hiding in a bin. It's very like Kenzen comes over and like does not notice the bin at all, even when it starts like moving and having eyes. Extremely good. Thank you, Kenzen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is literally like uh, again, like uh, not to go back in this episode, but while show is like talking to Judah and being like, I can't go out there they're all looking at me and all these eyes appear in the forest this is literally the milkman uh, <laughs> level from psychonauts mm-hmm. i cannot emphasize that enough uh yeah so Jaden like meets up with chaz uh well can i just I, there is one card that this uh pro duelist plays that i want us to pay attention to which is marshmallow mm-hmm. oh right marshmallow marshmallow I loved seeing him. I love seeing Marshmallow. Not getting squished and saying, like, Marshmallow, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I missed him. He's a funny little guy. He does cause the pro duelist to lose, but he's a funny little guy and we'd love to see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they, they kind of they go to where the duel is happening. Um, Aster Phoenix is there, and yeah, Aster's like, wow, yeah, the, this guy that Chaz is dueling. Um, He's a pro duelist who's even given me trouble, you know, he's almost beaten me on some occasions. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, so surely Chaz is losing, right? Uh, but that's yeah, the thing, yeah. he's not. Manjabe's he's... kicking his ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chaz has not taken a single hit, he's still got 4,000 life points, and the other guy is about half. Uh, and this is yeah. when he, he summons Marshmallow, uh, 
Uh, and Chaz summons a monster called White Knight Lancer, which uh, mm-hmm. is part of his new archetype that he got from Sartorius. His, his which white, is just white, white knight deck. Yeah. deck. Just a whole bunch of paladins. Mm-hmm. Um, White Knight Lancer is broken as fuck, by the way. Seems like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, this isn't even his, like, most powerful card, but, like, White Knight Lancer, which he uses to defeat this pro duelist, 1600 attack points. Um, doesn't matter if you're in defense mode, he still does damage to you, the difference between attack and defense points. And also he can yeah. attack twice just for funsies. And there's no, like, limit on this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Oh, he doesn't have to like that. sacrifice. He doesn't have to like discard a card or anything. He just like gets to attack twice, and also disregards the fact that like defense mode doesn't uh, do damage. It's broken Fucking as hell. White privilege. Hey, um, uh, Dan pointed out that this duelist has Golgo thirteen eyebrows. I want to point out. I'm looking at the wiki. His name is Gelgo. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> okay. He is a go-go reference. Cool. Uh, Thanks, four kids. Or possibly... I think it's the Japanese studio for doing this one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not named in either version, so presumably he comes from the original Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, Manjami, like, flattens this pro in, like, two terms. Two terms? Two turns. Two terms of his presidency of the Society of Light. And then, like, comes over and Two is semesters like, hey, of college. Two semesters of uh, cult college. And then, like, comes over to Judai and, like, I know, says there's a bunch of dialogue. He ends up challenging Judai. Yeah, so, basically, Jaden asks an important question. He notices that, that the Ojamas are not on screen. Yeah! So he has to ask, where are the Ojamas? Yeah, the Ojamas died on the way back to their home planet. Literally, literally, Manjame's like Ojama. Peter, what are you talking about? It's 2004. I'm going to throw a car at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, like Manjame also says when he's like challenging Judy, he's like, "I want to finish what we started." Uh, when when I don't remember, like, and this sort of starts a very kind of like harrowing thing throughout these episodes, which is that Manjame's memory is fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, in a genuinely fucked up, upsetting way. Yeah. Manjame is having a, like, really rough come down mm-hmm. from a high. Like, mm, a yeah. really rough come down. The, the honeymoon period is over, and he's he's really settling into this, uh, this, this society of light shit. And he's not, yeah. I don't know. He's starting to yeah. miss the Ojamas. Got a lot of holes in his memory as well. Oh, is he start with? In the dub, is he, like, missing the Ojamas? He's like, it's in a Sundari way, like, uh, he, no, I totally don't miss the Ojamas. Yes, I well, do. When he's, yeah, when he says it in the, to Jaden, he's like, yeah, I don't fucking miss those dweebs. They sucked. They they had zero attack points. But then when later, when we see him in his bedroom, he's like, I kind of do miss the Ojamas, though. Like, thinking okay, to himself. that's interesting. Because, like, in the sub, he doesn't really remember who the Ojamas are, like, at all. Oh, okay. Like, because there's that part, and I, maybe you didn't get this, like, piece of animation, but, like, Judai is like, what about the Ojama cards? Why don't you have the Ojama cards? He, like, ends up, like, describing the Ojamas 
to Manjome, who just like these like weird speech bubbles come out, yeah. and Judai saying all this stuff like th- they've got funny eyes and underpants and like just these like scribbly blurs appear because like he doesn't remember what the okay are. that that explains why the scribbly blurs. We did see that bit of animation in the dub, but it's more just him going like, "How could you hate them? How could you hate them with their you know their big bug eyes and their bikini <laughs> briefs? What's what's wrong with you?" <laughs> oh, but yeah, and then we we cut to him like lying in bed. He's having like. A minor existential crisis. He's just like, I don't know how I got here. I don't remember who the Ojamas are. What is going on with me? Um, he says, sort of my first favorite line of the episode, which is, "What's going on with me? Why is it that when I look at something black, my heart feels at peace?" <laughs> the uh, answer is not what you would expect. It. It's because he's a slob. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking pig. Oh, uh, this is so fucking good. Um. He's interrupted yeah. from his introspection, though, by Misawa, who looks like garbage. <laughs> Unrecognizably looks like shit. Uh, White-haired Misawa isn't real. He can't hurt you. Bastion, is, he is real, and he will hurt you. When I, I fucking hate to see it. When I, you know. when I remember... Uh, when I saw this bit, I remembered, like, this bit from the very first episode of Cromarty, where Kageyama, like, bleaches his hair, but he bleaches it too long so it turns white. Uh, this is what Bastion has done, but on purpose. Uh, yeah. Not valid. He's not valid. I hate to see him. This is, he look Fucking... like shit, dude. Yeah, and like him and um, Chaz Manjami like have a whole conversation. Like, there are Bastion there are anime like... boys that can pull off the white hair. You're not one of them. Sorry, you're you're not <laughs> really real, Bakura. Not... Yeah. Here's the thing you, about white you hair. Got it. Here's the thing about white hair in anime. It needs to be long. Yeah, it does. It needs like, to be long. Honestly, and Misawa does not have long hair. And honestly, it just looks like, like shit. Like, because Misawa is like, you know, he says uh, he says the opposite of what uh, Chaz just says, where he's like, it soothes my heart when everything is white. And then, like, suggests to Manjome that, like, he bleach his hair white. And honestly, I think that Chaz Manjome could pull off the I, th- I like, think he could. Maybe. But yeah. Manjome, Manjome, like, puts a, like, lock between his fingers. And he's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's like, ah, yeah. oh, no, no, I think I like my hair the way it is. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to be Bleach Brothers. There's a, the, uh, yeah. or Bastion suggests that they be Bleach Brothers. Uh, oh my Chaz god, like literally? Yeah, he says the words Bleach Brothers. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Forkis. Yeah, me- meanwhile, uh, Jaden has been the searching. The Bleach Boys were right. It would be nice. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, the Bleach Boys. Pets, yeah. Uh, um, oh, what was I about right. to say? So Jane's what? been searching all over the island for the Ojamas. Yeah, we we go from bleach time to beach time. There is one really important thing I have to point <laughs> out. Uh, like, Bastion and Chaz go to, like, this Society of Light televangelist meeting. I love this. Oh, yeah, they're at Mass. Scene. They go to Mass and, like... There's literally Mass in the dub. They're playing organ music and, like, the guy at the front, he is doing, like, a southern, like, preacher accent like voice mm. mm-hmm. he's like can you feel the light oh my god <laughs> yeah um but yeah like manjome is at mass and he's just like really mc not feeling it he's just like spends the entire sermon just dissociating yeah this um, is like when i would go to church with my with my friends when i was a kid i, was, I would just be mm-hmm. sitting there like what the fuck is this what, yeah what's you, going on you see it a vision of yourself in the from desert last year walking through a, a a bleached white desert being vaporized by the sun mm-hmm. yeah classic church experience 
Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, back to what Argyle was saying. Was it Argyle or Sarah? Or, I forgot who. I'm Who sorry. fucking cares? We're all the same person. Don't worry about so, it. So, Jaden is on his search for the Ojamas. And we find out they're in a cave. Uh, specifically, they're in, like, the well with all the bad cards from, okay. from way back when. When he got his cards. Oh right. New deck. Just, just remembered how they get to the well. <laughs> yeah, Jaden yeah. is not searching at the well, though. He is searching just, like, by the ocean side. Because he thinks that when Chaz threw the cards away, they might have ended up in the ocean. Thank um, God he has a cute mascot character to guide him. Yeah. Oh, Thank goodness. God. So, okay, listeners. So, like, yeah, he can't find the Ojamas at the beach. Later on, we cut to him in his room building his deck at night. Pharaoh uh, is sleeping <laughs> among the rafters as usual. And um, and he hears a voice behind um, him that's going, um, Welcome to the Maid Cafe where we're cute as <laughs> kittens. I'm Bryson, the diversity hire. <laughs> Um, and it is, it is Daidokuji coming out of Pharaoh's mouth, who is hiding in the rafters. Being I'm coming like, out of my cot and I've been dead for three weeks. Yeah, um, really? Three weeks? It's been yeah, way long, more than, that. than that. Yeah. Um, he's like, so he's like, hey, hey, Judah. And Judah's like, wait, what the fuck? And he's like, you know, like, yeah. It's me, like, Professor Banner. I cannot emphasize enough how the the lines in the sub I have written these down. Judai says, "Aren't you dead?" Instructor Daito, sorry, the soul of the deceased instructor Daito Kuji says the words, "Well, I did, I was, but as I was about to move on, Pharaoh ate me. Since then, Pharaoh's stomach has been my resting place. I'm dead, but I'm fine." Yeah, yeah, he he more or less says the same in in the in the dub. He's like, "I was, I was about to, you know, rest in peace." Uh, when, when Pharaoh ate me. It's me, Professor Banner. What's up? Mm-hmm. Your friend. The Your real, friend, Professor Banner. The real sarcophagus was the pussy. All along. The, the pussy <laughs> is the sarcophagus. The, the, that's called dialectics, folks. <laughs> uh, so Banner decides to help Jaden. Uh, he takes Jaden to the bad card well. Uh, and the... Sorry to interrupt, but the mm-hmm. reason he does this in the sub is that he says, I've been resting so peacefully, but lately these strange y- voices have been keeping me up. And we cut to the well where the Ojamas are just screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they found me screaming, screaming, screaming! Um, Jedi is guided to the well by Daidokuji, and he finds the cards in the for the, the Ojamas in the hands of uh, several crabs. And Who's this shot? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, we get we get a very good shot where the uh, the Ojamas feel like they're playing Kakurembo. Um where they look up and Judai looks like a fucking demon. Yeah, I love this demonic Jaden shot. Like it's a couple times genuinely do- harrowing. Yeah. And a couple times it's- like the ball of light moves up and down. Yeah. He's literally he's like no thought soul empty. Yeah, um, it, I just it's... I really like that. Like the reason he looks so f- fucking harrowing, zombified, is because of like Daito Kuji's soul is the thing illuminating him, and like as the spirit of the deceased inspector Daito Kuji moves around, it just like changes the lighting on his face, so it's extra spooky. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it, it's literally just like, oh, the light is directly in his eyes, so you don't see the glint off of them, I guess. But also, yeah, he looks scary. He looks like he's been zombified, uh, also yeah. brainwashed. And I really don't know why. Like, there's no yeah. reason for this. There's no, there, there really isn't any reason for this. But anyway, he, he retrieves the Ojama cards. They all go back. And, like, Dinoguchi appears in, like, human form. Oh, my God. Ghostly on the raptors. And he's like, all right, thanks, Judai-kun. I can go to sleep again. And Pharaoh opens his mouth. And he flies into air, like, into Pharaoh's stomach again. Like, some fucking Flintstones ass like, sleeping in a brontosaurus-ass motherfucker. I, mean, I hate this guy. You know, we did, you, you know, um, in in the, um, uh, hang on, I'm just scrolling to find some information to see if I can find the, I have a lot, oh, here we go. Um, so, you know, the, 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 sar- the word sarcophagus does yeah. mean flesh-eating, so, textually speaking, the, the, the cat that is eating- There's no, there's the, no flesh the, being the, eaten here, though, he's, he's incorporeal. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of, I was stretching, um, things, but, you know, if you think about cats as carnivores, every cat is a flesh-eater, and therefore a sarcophagus, so, um- I mean- most yeah, humans are sarcophagi then too, right? Damn. Damn, we're all sort of, we're all just, you know, walking talking sarcophagi. sarcophagi. Damn. Mm-hmm. Deep. Uh what was I about to say? <laughs> oh yeah, in the dub banners like, damn, you know, seeing the fate of these ojamas to be thrown down a well to be almost eaten by crabs, you know, maybe living inside of a cat isn't so bad. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I'm fine here actually. I'm fine. He likes it there. Being inside a cat is fine, actually. They just they have they just have an arrangement now. Just he just lives in Pharaoh's stomach, and Pharaoh is yeah. okay with this. I do like that specifically. It's not that he's residing within Pharaoh as like an entity. It, it's 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 Pharaoh's stomach. He yeah, he's not he's not possessing Pharaoh. He lives he has there. A, he has a mailing address. PO yeah. box yeah. Pharaoh's Pharaoh's stomach. <laughs> I am now thinking of like Yami Pharaoh, but it's Banner. Banner, like, Banner takes over and, like... Oh, Jesus, yeah, okay. And, and Pharaoh just turns into, like... Starts walking on two legs, man. opens yeah. his eyes. Oh, my God. No, he wouldn't open but his he, eyes, because like, Dr. Banner didn't open his eyes. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he get he becomes taller and... Uh, Bipedal. Yeah, and his, his, like, coat, his, like, fur pattern changes. Yeah, it changes into a maid outfit, because he's a cat boy <laughs> now. Um, he's the diversity hire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of layers to this one. The next scene is Judai, like, conferring with the Ojamas about, like, how they're gonna get Manjome back. Um, I think, yeah, Judai's like, okay, so you guys are gonna deal with me and stuff. The Ojamas get very excited about the prospect of, like, going and becoming part of Judai's deck and becoming, like, heroes. Yeah. Um, Aw. Uh, but yeah. he, he says, no costumes, guys. No costumes. That rules, actually. Excellent foreshadowing, because mm-hmm. guess what? Guess what? It's the yeah, next day, costumes. it's time for the duel. Yes, costumes. Um, yeah. Duel time. Yeah. It, it, the duel starts with, like, Jaden bringing out, uh, Chaz's, uh, old coat. His, the one, the black one he was wearing throughout, uh, second half of season one, and early season two uh he mm-hmm. he points out he was going through all his old stuff he points out that the jacket smells bad because he yeah. used it to yes! wipe up stains 
It smells so, like tuna yeah. fish. Manjame, Manjame is now confirmed in, in in the recent trend of um uh one of these celebrities that uh does not bathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's proud about it. So yeah, like yeah, like the the smelly coat, uh oh stinky, stinky boy starts the sort of uh theme of this episode, which was that Manjame's true self is a fucking stinky nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, Slob. And yeah, like Manjome, like whenever Manjome like sees the coat, like internally he has, he's like, oh my god, I feel extreme nostalgia and affection for this coat, but is just like having again having another fucking yeah, inter- a- a- internal outwardly, crisis. Outwardly, he says, "Fuck, I don't want that. I like wearing white and you know being being the light." And then inside, he's like, "I do kind of want to put on the coat, though. Fuck, I kind of want to yeah. wear the coat." Yeah. Um, it looks cool. Um, there's also a point here. I don't know where it is, so apologies if um if this is like later on, but there is a point here where Ada off to the side is watching all of this and does a gay little dance that pisses you off. What? Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. I don't remember really? this either. Oh, oh god. Okay, so like he's watching all this and he kind of like bounces back and forth on his feet a little bit watching it. He's like really huh. genuinely excited about it. It's just like a little clip of him watching this happen and he's like, hee hee, I love Judai like confronting uh confronting Manjame about this it does like a little ah. dance that pisses you off ah interesting um but yeah they they start the duel and on the very first turn Judai summons Ojama Yellow who is of course according to foreshadowing a wearing a costume um it's yeah. very good yeah oh, I love to see it he's got like a little mask and a cape uh he he's still wearing the uh the briefs uh uh always mm-hmm yeah, I mean, you've already got the briefs. That's, I mean, all superheroes wear those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really love how, like, the mask, like, because his eyes are in little stocks, the mask just kind of, like, is eye mask shaped, but just covers, like, the top half of his head and his eyes are poking out through it. Excellent stuff. Um, and again, like, Manjame sees this, has another small existential crisis. He's like, why can't I remember what the fuck is going on? Ah, uh, in the in the fuck what what what's his slant in the dub? It's like oh you you want to use these oh you're making fun of me you're making fun of me with these ojamas you you just want to like tease me for using them in the past but I've mm. moved on I've become more powerful now and you wouldn't understand um, yeah similar in the sub but he's like oh you're making fun of me by using these weak creatures and stuff like that uh in the is what what was I about to say oh. Yeah, the unfortunate part about Ojama Yellow wearing a superhero costume is one, the other Ojamas don't wear them, and two, even once Ojama Yellow gets destroyed and brought back, it is not wearing the costume any longer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if there was like a card effect that like increased its attack. It was it was because he it was because he he, uh played Good Hero, I believe is the name of the Uh, card. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it there is like a card mechanics reason that Ojama is wearing a superhero costume and not just yeah. a funny funny costume. I mean, but oh, also no, in character also yeah, in yeah. character Ojama Yellow would just wanted to wear a costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh also like Ojama does like a direct attack on Chaz, kicks him with oh his God. bare foot. Uh I I love the like the way that Ojamas are animated this episode. I feel like the, the, the animators put in like extra special care to just like go nuts with the Ojama shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Truly Ojama Sakuga. <laughs> um yeah, the, the, I don't have 
I do kind of have like beat by beat for this duel, but not yeah. turns, just like narratively. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, Ojama Yellow attacks Manjume. This one goes out to all the foot fetishists out there. Oh, yeah. Um, very, very high definition foot. Also, very high definition like legs and knees afterwards. So, um, yeah, we get then- like a, we get a very toned Ojama Yellow. Like, you can, you, there's a lot of muscle definition on him. Mm-mm. Emphasis on the toe and toned as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish um. you hadn't. I really wish you hadn't. <laughs> um, and the last note I have is, like, the towards the end of the duel, Judai looks at Manjame and has, like, this incredibly sincere moment mm-hmm. where yeah, yeah. he says, I didn't notice, but all my friends were losing duels. You lost your duel to Sayo. Asuka, like, lost her duel to you. Like, Misawa lost his duel. I was so caught up in losing to Edo and, like, the the traumatizing effects of that that I didn't realize all the rest of my Mm. friends were going through these losses and were being taken over. And that's on me. And he has this, like, really real moment of acknowledgement about, like how sort of like negligent he's been to like the needs of his friends around him and he's like that ends now like i'm starting with you i'm going to take you back from like this weird mind control and i'm going to get all of our friends back and it's like this really genuine moment that i wasn't expecting in this duel yeah it really got me and because also um sorry finish first uh, no I, I was just gonna say like it like it, it's just like because the stakes of this duel didn't feel that high, I mean, it's part of, like, the tournament, but there's no one's, like, life on the line, right? Um, it really comes at you, like, unexpectedly to this this sort of level of sincerity, and it really caught me off guard, and it's, it's like, this mm. really nice, genuine, like, character growth moment for Judai um, in the midst of this, where the stakes aren't that high, but he's still able to grow and he acknowledge, like, looking, looking at... Um, Looking at Manjame on the ground, and Misawa and Asuka, who are watching from, like, the top of the building, like, freaks. Mm. Uh, uh, as well, being like, this is m- partially my fault. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, God, I forgot that, like, all that stuff happened while Judai was having, like, oh, I lost a duel trauma. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. to, on top of that, I actually, I want to add that, like, specifically... I don't think he ever says you lost a duel. He says like in the general sense a friend of mine lost a duel and I wasn't there for him. And like without saying this was you Manjome like picks up on being and is like oh my god I lost a duel when did I lose a duel? And at that point like starts getting his flashbacks starts having more like existential mind like clutching his head and stuff but like Mm -hmm. extremely good to me that Judai didn't say you but, like, Manjami was, like, me. Just, that picked up on that. Yeah, Brian Cranston uh, voice me. I think in the dub I'm... he just says you lost the duel to Sartorius, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we lose a lot of that uh, subtlety, and also I don't nuance. think we really get the, the sentimental, uh, sentimental, sentimental moment uh, where he's, like, talking about, you know, I'm going to, I I was negligent and I need to, you know, help you guys out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he does, you know, mention, like, hey, Sartorius is taking over all your minds. I'm going to help you out. Like, he, he preys on your your weaknesses and, like, uh, has taken over your minds. But he, I don't I don't remember him mentioning at any point, like, this is kind of on me for not being there. For, you know, just kind of fucking off whenever I got beaten a duel by Aster Phoenix. 
Mm-hmm. He does say, like, Fine. oh, it almost happened to me, or, like, I had something similar happen when I lost Aster, but he doesn't say, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't, like, take responsibility for it, uh, oh, God. for what happened to them at any point. Everyone having character arcs uh, there, There is a pretty funny goof where Chaz says, like... Uh, I think this is like way earlier in, in the episode where where Chaz I don't remember why but Chaz asks Jaden like where have you been have you been on another planet like because Jaden doesn't know about something and Jaden says yeah actually I, I was because he's getting the Neo Spatians yeah. God that is really funny actually <laughs> and then and then and then a minute later he's like oh wait you meant that as an insult didn't you uh, Jaden what no brain cells no thoughts head empty. Anyways, uh, I um, hate I hate these new cars that Chaz has. Um, oh yeah, it, oh, the it's white just, knights. Yeah, the white knights. It's uh, white knight lancer, white knight swordsman. And like white... you can't make this up. His deck is now full of white knights. Yeah, <laughs> the, the woman defender. Um, so the there is also white knight Gardner. What have they be- done to my boy, Big Shield Gardner? I know they've turned yeah. him white. White, disgusting. White. Um. And, like, on the contrast of that, like, Judai is, like, leaning hard into the Ojama stuff. Like, every mm-hmm. time an Ojama gets destroyed, Judai can, I think, pay half his life points to get It's a thousand back. life points. Yeah, uh, Ojamandala uh, costs a thousand life points to summon all three Ojamas. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, whenever Manjama is like, what the fuck are you doing? Judai is like, I'm showing respect to the cards that you loved. At which point Manjama is like, I I loved these cards? Did I? Am I for- what have I forgotten? And has another existential crisis. Sounds fake, but okay. Also, yeah. when he summons Ojama Green and Ojama Black, uh, they, they, they do say something about their grandparents, which is foreshadowing Isn't again. That- next episode or again like I, the, the, that's probably again foreshadowing to next episode yeah i mean it is i think it is next episode that they sh- the grandparents show the, up the, but i think yes, they say it in is, this episode that is for sure next episode but yeah i, I mean i'm just um, kind of going over the whole duel in my head i'm not really i didn't mm-hmm. take notes so i don't really have a clear line between the episodes do we want to um, just slide into the next episode then i think yeah, we're yeah. there first of all i want to shout out that when judai like judai plays ojama delta hurricane um and as they're like doing their fusion butt dance thingy, they they call themselves O heroes. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. It's like a D heroes uh, mm-hmm. thing. Uh, extremely good. Uh, you love to see it. And yeah, that that's the end. We cut to part two of the episode, which is episode eighty-eight in the sub. Break a leg. The Ojama Trio Part Two. Part Two. Blinded by the light. Part Two. Ooh, I'm blinded by the light. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the start of this episode is, like, first of all, show is, like, still in the bin, which I love to see. Um, but, like, Judai goes on about, like, oh, you're white, you're clean, bitch, you're fucking nasty, you didn't wash your uniform for six months, I brought it out here and it still smells incredibly sour, you fucking stinky boy. Yeah, yeah he straight up admits he doesn't like to wash his jacket. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jaden also points out, like, how, like, Chaz always, like, is mean to the Ojamas and... The Ojamas say it's payback time. Uh, oh my god, that's yeah, well. That this is, is this is this is different. like uh, Jaden going like, "Hey, don't you remember all the like the 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 Ojamas want to be back with you? Don't you have all these you know memories with Chaz? All these good memories?" And oh then they god. they flash back to all the times that Chaz has bullied them and oh, yeah. used them as bait, like toys yeah. for Pharaoh and fucking thrown them in water or whatever. Yeah, uh, just like and they iconic get montage. 
So they're we like, get oh, the same our memories together, and the memories are just torture. <laughs> yeah. So we get the same montage in Japanese, and Sarah, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on it. But my interpretation was like, yeah, like we want our good memories back. They're like, it doesn't matter if he treated us like shit. We love Aniki so much. I mean, listen, I want to say, listen, I went to boarding school and in boarding school, I was like quite badly bullied. But at the time I was like, oh my God, I'm hanging out with people. People are like paying attention to me. I'm having such a good time. These are my friends. And then looking back on it, I'm like, oh no, they just mercilessly bullied me. So I just think this is kind of that situation where the Ojamas are like so relieved to have fucking anyone pay attention to them. They're like, this is my best friend now, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I went to therapy. We're good now. That's that's all you need, folks. <laughs> I also want to point out, Taigan, sorry, just going back a little bit in my notes, uh, where like Manjomi has like a really big monstroid, fucking whatever, he's like increasing its attack power, and the Ojamas like turn over turn around to Judai and they're like, please Judai, save us. And like each in turn they're like, My mother is sick, my father is having surgery, you have to save us. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, your yeah. whole Judai's yeah, like, yeah. you guys suck, actually. Yeah, in the dub, I don't remember what yellow says, but both green and black are like, yeah, this is this is where they bring up their grandparents, where they're like, oh, my grand, my poor grandmother, she's sick, she's sick, and the black is like, yeah, me too, me too. Oh, the poor, so, like, the poor old bag. The the like point of this bit in the sub, which is like, Manjome like hears this and is like, I have no time to listen to the mumblings of trash, and then Judai is like, oh wait, so you can see the Ujamas, and yes, like that's very good. I like that a lot. Yeah, Manjome is like, yeah, I can see them. I don't care about them though. And um, welcome to my Ojama, my Ojama and me with uh, your <laughs> oldest brother, um, Black Ojama. Um, your middlest brother, Green Ojama, and your sweet babyest brother, Yellow Ojama. We get canon ages for them now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I didn't Honestly, know. That, that does make sense. Griffin McElroy, Yellow Ojama confirmed. Yeah, so canonly, Manjame um, is about to attack them, and Mon- uh, Black and Green both shove Yellow to the front, saying like, Sorry, younger bro! Yeah. Like, you're the youngest, you get sacrificed. But then Manjame um, targets... Uh, Ojama Black instead, and Ojama uh, Black gets destroyed, and both Green and Yellow go Onisan. So we have a oh. canon. We have canon ages now. Black yeah. is the oldest, Green is the middle, and Yellow is the youngest child. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Black does seem like a bit of a Justin to me. Yeah, yeah, Yellow is kind of a a Griffin. Your sweet. Baby. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Green. I don't. Think I mean, green no one wants to be assigned bad. Travis. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, slander for Ojama Green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, but anyway, yeah. So those are those are the canon order for the Ojama brothers. Mm-hmm. But then we get another pot um, of greed. We get another yeah. pot of greed. Ba, 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 ba. Take a drink. Mm-hmm. Okay, I finally got the like ratios of my shandy like down. Nice, um, phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, yeah. A bit too uh, much lemonade before. Jaden plays polymerization to fuse Ojama's yellow and green into Ojama Knight. The, the Ojama. objectively okay, objectively the funniest card in this series. Yeah, 
he's a big knight and he this is an incredible piece of voice work on it's sean shimmel right sean shimmel's part yeah uh because he's doing ojama big like screechy voice while also doing a british accent oh my fucking god yeah (sighs) truly power level nine thousand wow um very important to note that Ojama Knight has, you know, suit of armor, Ojama eyes, blah blah blah, does still have the like uh, red panties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing them over the armor. And um, then he, he plays shield attack, which swaps its defense and attack, meaning it now has twenty five hundred attack and gets bigger. And when it gets bigger, Sean Schimmel drops the like squeaky, squeaky voice and just does like a normal British voice. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so he has an attack in Japanese, which is, sure kill, don't be a bother beam. Okay. Okay. Um, which is really, really funny. And uh, then um, followed up by just the switch of their, their uh, attack and defense, where Ojama Knight um, is tired of being nice. Ojama Knight wants to go ape shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, yeah, specifically the attack... Or his effect does a thing where it puts like the grandpa Ojamas over on Manjami's side of the field. Yes, yeah, we, we we get Grandma Ojama yellow and Grandpa Ojama green, and Ojama green is the the third confirmed Jewish person in this uh, set of episodes because he's like, oh, hey, I got I schlepped all the way out here to to oh, do Christ. this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of stereotypical, but not yeah, incorrect. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for kids. Um, <laughs> Junai plays Mystic Walk some around here. And cooks up the, is... the knight and the two grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He does Breath of the Wild, like, cooking, humming. Mm-hmm. He does apologize. So it's really funny. He's like, yeah, sorry for what I'm about to do. And Ojama Knight sort of, like, looks over his shoulder like, what do you mean? And then he plays Mystic Walk. This is elder mm-hmm. abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, but he gets his life points back. And mm-hmm. he's able to get Ojamandala back. Ojamandala. Uh, uh, and the boys are back. They pose. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So, like, they, they, they do a funny pose. Like, I don't know, like, the duel just carries on. Um, uh, Chaz, honestly, does have important... a, Chaz does have a card called Infernal Gauntlet, but it should be called Carcinization because it just turns his white knight lord into part crab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My most important notes for this part are that, like, Sho, who is still in the bin, gets tossed down a hill, like, in the bin. Yes. Um, you know, like, like, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever done this? I've done this. It's really fun. You um, do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen videos of people doing it. Yeah. Uh, Pog Meetup 2020 will find a bin. In bins or, or a big tire. Always fun. Big tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And, like, he comes back later in this episode, but because he's lost his bin, he's in, like, a, like, leaf ghillie suit. Mm-hmm. It's extremely good. Yeah. Um, in the duel, like, I know there's fucking dueling is happening. Ojama Yellow is, like, talking to Maj- Manjome. He's like, Aniki, please! At which Manjome says, I don't recall giving you permission to call me Aniki. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Uh, there's, like, there's this really good part during that bit where uh, Ojama Yellow says... The only thing broken is my little Ojama heart. Uh, and yeah, th- this is when Ojama Yellow gets resummoned by Jaden for the last time, and yeah. he looks all fucked up, and he's got bandages all over him. Uh, so, like, Ojama's, like, begging Chaz to bring him back. Uh, and it's around this please, point please. that 
uh, Chaz experiences rapid deprogramming. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's yeah, like, we see we see him in the desert again. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. like notices there's like a stain on his jacket. His white yeah, he recalls a couple days ago he was wiping shit up off a table with his white jacket, and now there's a smudge on it. Uh, um, sorry, I um was interrupted by Christine bringing me some tea. Did we point out that like uh Judai says to Manjame that like the Ojamas are his Nakama? Oh, that's so good. Uh, He's like, bro, Ojama Yell is your Nakama. You are my Nakama, and nothing's ever going to change that, you bitch. <laughs> I like God. I like um, that as we see like this flashback to Manjame cleaning up soy sauce with his black jacket. That we get an understanding that Manjame is a, a practical emo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he He's likes like, to wear I'm... black because the dirt doesn't show up on it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm emo, but for cleanliness reasons. Which, like, okay, like, emotionally fucked up that, like, the emotional heart of this episode kind of ends up being this kind of shit. Because, like, in yeah. his, like in the desert flashback there's also a flashback of him like in his white uniform he's like rubbing his elbow on the table which like i know the read on that to me was that like manjome because earlier in the episode he was like black makes me feel comfort like that he was doing this like on purpose in order to get himself dirty to make himself more stained to like feel better to like try and like subconsciously break out of the white shit and yeah he like he he deprograms he comes back to himself he gives a speech um how, and he, he, his, he says yeah he says hey he he puts on the black jacket i don't want to wear this fucking white shit anymore i, I want to wear the black jacket hell yeah i want to look cool and you know what time it is you know what time it is it's time to chaz it up yeah yes. he chazzes it up chaz it, chazzes up. it up and I know this is a Manjume Sanda moment because they do yeah. they they still show the lightning striking in the in the sub, which must be uh-huh. extremely sick uh, yeah. if, if it actually has you know the context yes. for it. Yes, mm-hmm. the the line he says. Yes, in, please, in the please, because it's so good. Is do you want to take it, Audrey? Go, you pieces of junk. Oh, is that okay? I was I was talking about the line where he says, oh. "I'm no longer one of the shining white people." Oh, that I'm one. Punished yeah. and stained, and gives like an entire speech about like being the layer in the bottom of the barrel, and like I, I just I love it. Um, fucking dirty, stinky boy. Like he's, he's like stains are persistent. Stains are who I am. Like I this yeah, good shit. Okay. Yeah, in in the dub, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm not perfect. I'm kind of an asshole. I stink a little bit, you know. I <laughs> I I, uh, I I I like to wipe up stains with my clothes, and that's why I wear black all the time. We don't, you know. I, I I'm I'm far from perfect, but you know what? That's okay because I love me and I'm confident in myself. Fuck you. I'm not white anymore. Uh, it's pretty good. I like. Yeah, it's and so he plays um a spell card." Infernal Swap. I oh, love it's this. A, it's a reverse cemetery. In the oh, sun. that's what it is. Yeah, no, it, it's Infernal reverse swap. cemetery. I thought it was Infernal Swap. It's uh, Cemetery Change. That's what I it mean, is. That, that would have been yeah. thematically appropriate. Cemetery cemetery Change, where um, he gets to exchange his cemetery for Judai's. And Judai's yeah. like, okay, what the fuck? Um, and oh. then, he, yeah? Yeah, no, you, do, you go with the card stuff, and then I'll say what I was going to say. Um, he immediately um, 
he immediately plays uh, Ojama Bandala to bring uh, all the Ojamas back to his side. And, and that's when he says my favorite line in this episode, go you pieces of junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, I, also in the in the in the dub, uh, the Ojamas. Oh, do you want to talk about this, Dan? Is that, this what you uh, were going to do? So, like, part of like how Chaz is acting is he doesn't really understand. He's just come off of deprogramming. And he doesn't really know what's going on, but he mm, thinks Jaden yeah. stole his cards. Yeah, yeah. We get a similar thing where um, he's like, "Hey, Judy, you stole my fucking deck." And then, like, after he swaps their graveyards, he's just like, "All right, we're go- hey, Ojamas, let's go. We're gonna beat that traitor who's using Sayo's cards." And Judai is like, "Wait, what?" Huh? Yeah. But you yeah, you gave me the cards. What are you talking about? I, and he's like, yeah, he's like, clearly huh? the only reason that you would have my cards on your side of the field is if you stole my deck. And Judah's like, no, that's not, mm, no. And the Ojamas are like, yes, he stole stole us, Aniki. He yeah, he stole, stole us. us. He threatened violence against <laughs> us, Chaz. And Judah's like, what the fuck, you assholes? <laughs> these, these little fucking twerps sold me up the river. What the fuck? Jazz is fucking back, baby. Um, He also, oh, like, I don't know, like, the Jill carries on, like, Glow Moss is here and shit, but, like, Manjome at one point, like, calls, he's like, Ojamas, like, you're the aces of my deck, like, we can easily beat some of, like, these shitty cards from Sayo, and, like, even the Ojamas are like, why is he calling us, why is he being nice to us? Is he feeling subconsciously guilty? (laughs) In the dub, they're like, how dare you? That's a fucking, how could you say that to us? And, uh, Black and Green are like, hey, aren't aces good? Aren't they actually good? Uh... It's just that they're too stupid to understand what an ace is. They think it's an insult. Um. <laughs> Fucking a-, a phobia strikes again. Yeah. yeah no. Uh. Literally, black and green. Like Ojama. Like yellow is like. Oh my god, Aniki, that's so kind of you. And black and green are like, this feels sus. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. The duel. The duel just kind of goes on. Uh. And it. Uh. The the way it ends is really good. Because oh Chaz God, is yeah. like, I'm gonna show you that the these Ojamas can like whip your ass and like overcome the the these you know these white knights, uh, and he plays Ojama Delta Hurricane to destroy all the monsters mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, uh, Jaden's mm-hmm. side of the field, uh, and then loses. He loses. He loses the rest of his life points because yeah. White Knight Lord, whenever it gets destroyed by a spell, makes you lose the the, yeah. the person who destroyed it lose yeah. a thousand life points. Yeah, and Edo, Edo, who was watching this, uh, so Judai is like, Manjame, you knew that was going to happen? He's like, yeah, I did. And I yeah. made the choice. And Edo, who was watching this, is like, sometimes the decision to beat a single monster is more important than winning the overall duel. Yeah. And he's like, I know that feeling well. And then walks yeah. away mysteriously. Huh. Symbolic. Yeah, Chaz, I- uh... Chaz just basically wanted to destroy this symbol of his brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, like, like genuinely in this episode, I was, like, really, really rooting for and hoping that, like, Manjai Manjai would just win this duel outright. Yeah, same. I I, I had kind of, like, psyched myself up in my head to, like, expect it, because I was like, well, once Manjai gets the Ojamas back, he's fucking unstoppable, because... You know, I have, like, manjo my brain worms and I love him and, like, I want him to win and then be the person to, like, destroy Sayo. But, like, unfortunately for me, uh, Judai is still the protagonist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I had a real... Going into these episodes, I had a real question about who would win. Yeah, it, it was, I like, a, yeah. it was It was a really uncertain thing, I would say. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and that's just especially once he they they swap the decks over. I was like, oh, is Chaz yeah. going to win? And it's going to be, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. like that would have been cool. But I do, I do like the way that they resolve this, where Jaden still wins, but Chaz does symbolically defeat, you know, the the Society of Light uh, brainwashing. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Do you guys get like the hyper gay ending that we got in the sub? Please tell us. Yeah. Okay. So after the duel ends, um, and Manjame has like fully shaken off the uh mind control. He looks up or at the like the top of the building where Misawa and Asuka are um standing and he sees Asuka in particular and he's like, "Oh my god, they even got Tenjuin Kun. Um they must have used my infect affection for her um as a way to work like Sayo must have used my affection for her as a way to like worm oh, into yeah, my yeah, heart. Yeah. And the mon and the Yojamas are like, uh you were only thinking about Judai then. <laughs> They're like, yeah. you were obsessed with beating Judai, actually. And he like just yeah. totally ignores it. I'm just like, okay, go off and that's where the episode ends for us. Yeah, we get that in the dub as well. Good. Yeah. We oh. do get a uh episode which, you know, speaking of white knights um, Manjame is like staring at Asuka and be like, I'll save you with my love. And I'm like, I, and then I re- remembered that this was a thing from like Dirty Manjame from before. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, can't fucking wait. Yeah, I remember when he got trapped in space and was oxygen deprived and was like, damn, I think I have a crush on uh, Alexis now. <laughs> yeah, with his, as his final uh, neurons fired off. <laughs> uh, um, That's episodes. It is. That's episodes. Do Not bad time. Do, do we want to do questions? Or... I mean, I think we could do questions. It's all we don't we're have like that many. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that many. First question uh, from Curry the Cleric: What is your favorite, most lovable Pokemon that is awful competitively, even in the game? Um, Emolga. I don't remember. I don't play competitive Pokemon. Unlike yeah, half the people, I can't in remember this. the tiers off the top of my head. So I don't know. Probably like. Cacnea or something, just because it's unevolved, so it wouldn't really like yeah. be viable at all. I don't even yeah, know if cat name. turn is. And then the second half is if Kronos emoji theoretically Mama kicked, in, kicked in your bedroom door at five fifteen a.m. tomorrow morning for a surprise dorm room inspection. Would your dorm pass the inspection, or would it be scheduled for demolition? I mean, depends no. on what uh what uh metrics we're using here. Uh, if we're talking about the amount of cat hair on my bed. Probably a failure. Yeah, you got you got you got to get time. a lint roller at that shit every single day. Yeah. If you, if you want to pass inspection, um, I, I think uh, in my current state, no, I would not. I've got shit all over the place because I'm like, one, I live in a camper, so I don't really have good places to put shit, and two, I'm about to move out of the camper, so I'm not really caring about where I put the shit even now. So. Ha ha. Yay! Well, highest time! Highest time! Highest time! Highest time! Almost. Well, Almost. We're very close. conveniently, I did just uh, get my apartment cleaned, but if it were a day earlier, probably not. Uh, show off. Cool. Um, from Stephen Marshmallow. Stephen Marshmallow. Uh, what real-world hair crimes have you committed that would be legal in anime? Every choice I've made with my hair has been objectively correct. I think... No, I went to a hairdresser's, uh, technically a barber's, for the first time two weeks ago. Damn. And he was just like, because first of all, I walked into a barber's because there was no like hairdresser. Like every you, 
Apparently, you can't just walk into your hairdressers. I didn't know this. I tried to like walk in, and they you were gotta like, "Make an appointment." Uh, we've got an appointment for like next Thursday, and I was like, um, "Goodbye." And then I just walked into a fucking barber's because I got pissed off, and they were yeah. like, "Sure, sit down, whatever." And then he was just talking. She, she was just like, "So is this your first time having short hair?" Like he was very confused, and I was just like, "No, I just um have never been to a barber's. I just cut my own hair." And he was like, "Okay, okay." So that that was a little bit of a crime, um, but it would be completely legal that way. I do remember the time you uh, got uh, Fire Emblem hair. Uh, as for me, the problem with my hair is I've only ever had two hairstyles. Uh, all gr- grown to grown into an afro and shaved to near complete, nearly clean. Uh, I don't know. I ugh. The only hair crime I can really think of is like times I've gotten my head, head shaved and it made me look like a white supremacist. Uh, oofa doofa, fuck, <laughs> oofa doofa. Uh, but I don't think that would be an anime. No. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of mistreat my hair. I mean, I, I wash it. You know, Ugh. I actually I wash it every day, which you're not supposed to do technically, but that's I, a hair I can't crime. stand my hair uh, being oily. So yeah, that's that's my hair crime is washing my hair every day. There you go. Um, from Time Wizard Girl Danny Dorito, who's in the studio with us right now. Thanks for listening. Um. Have you ever done the challenge in, like, a Pokemon game where you force yourself to use pee-pee-poo-poo Pokemon like a Ratata-only solo challenge? If so, how did it go? No, I don't play Pokemon. No, I don't play Pokemon. Mm. I did that when I was a kid because I would only ever use one Pokemon anyway, so it was just, like, rather than use Blastoise, I would be like, oh, I'm gonna use Pidgeot this time, and then, yeah, I, I did do that once or twice. I don't think I ever did that. Uh, Sorry, so, folks! Actually, oh, I do remember. I do remember one, which was... Uh, I, back in early high school, I, uh, played a Pokemon Fire Red a bunch, and I, I heard that, uh, Crobat was good, so I spent the entire game leveling up and using a Zubat, uh, pretty regularly so I could get that Crobat. I don't think you can get Crobat until the post-game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't get it until the post-game. Until you get the National Pokedex. Just using a Golbat for the whole time. Yeah. Um, next up, Hornmeister, what do you think is Seto Kaiba's favorite theater production? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I've got two answers for this. Um, the first one is, of course, uh, the Book of Mormon, because, uh, his little brother, uh, uh Noah Kaiba is in it. Is in it. Uh, my second answer is, uh, that when I was a kid, I went to see a play version of The Hobbit, which had a huge big puppet dragon in it, and I think that Seto Kaiba would really like that, because big puppet dragon, cool. He would never admit this. I'm gonna have to sit out, like, all the theater questions, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm defending my dirty rotten scoundrel. Actually, I'm I'm just gonna say cats for all of them. <laughs> he would like cats. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I've got two ideas of place that Okaiba would make. One is cats, but with dual monsters, mostly dragons. It's called dragons, yeah. Yeah. And the other is... The other is... Jellical dragons. The other is Hamilton, but it's his own life story. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, I hate that you're right. Jesus Christ, that's pretty good, Dan. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Um, That was a bastard orphan son (laughs) of Enough, yeah. enough, enough. Uh, uh, also, 
Jesus. Uh, also from Danny, uh, which of the GX gang would be a theater kid if Dual Monsters wasn't the thing? Mm. Uh, Anzu, Anzu, and Otogi. Oh, sorry, that's GX gang, not DM. Um, Misawa. Cyrus, maybe? Yeah. No, I Misawa, say, he's dramatic enough. I gotta yeah. say it's Bastion. Uh, Bastion, for sure. Bastion theater kid? Really? Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you kidding? That is a boy who wants to be a leading man. He bleached his hair for attention. Hmm. See, I, again, I, I was thinking all the same things, but about Chaz Manchome. Wants to be yeah, a leading I mean, man. Both can really be true. Sucks. Both can be true. West Side Story, and each of them is like, you know, Sharks Jets, kind of. Mm-hmm. Sure. That, that's, yeah. Good ride with Chaz. You're a Chaz all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're a Chaz. You're a chisel. Excellent stuff. When you're a thunder. Um, also from Danny, uh, would you rather keep on pleasant looking armor slash cosmetic items in video games even if they have shitty stats, or would you use the superior armor slash items that look like dog shit? I always use the superior items. I don't care about aesthetics. Yeah. I'm about- throwing back to Breath of the Wild, where as soon as I got the like Gerudo girl outfit, I wore the- I wore it for the entire game. Yeah, I mean, in Breath of the Wild, I do wear the Sheikah like sneaking suit all the time, just because I think it looks sick. Um, but if if I'm playing like if it's like Destiny or like an MMO sort of thing, like I I do usually just go with the superior stuff. Uh, and then you know, end game is when you you worry about aesthetics. Yeah. When you've got all your shit maxed out, then you can. Yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. That's literally what I did in Destiny. Uh, and now it's different because they added transmog, so... Yeah, so I now you the... can just have it look however you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last of these uh, <laughs> of these sets of questions, which is, what is everyone's favorite musical? Everyone is in the girl Cats. reading this. Uh, is there an underappreciated musical that you think people should check out? My answer for both of these is actually the same, and it is Xanadu. Ooh, that's that's uh, the roller skating one, isn't it? It is. So Xanadu was a really, really bad movie in the eighties. It was sort of like a follow up to Greece. It has nothing to do. The story has nothing to do with Greece itself, but it starred Olivia Newton John, and it was like a follow up and sort of the same thing as Greece, and it just bombed. It was a terrible movie. And then about a decade ago, I guess they turned it into a Broadway musical, and I watched it, and it's one of the funniest musicals I've ever watched. Like, yeah. it is one of the funniest, like, 90 minutes, I would say, that mm. I've ever watched. Um, and obviously underappreciated, uh, because no one really knows about it. Um, it's just extremely good. Mm. Uh, Cats. It's underappreciated. <laughs> Cats is underappreciated. Okay. That's what you're do. Okay, come on. There's definitely movie musicals out there. Uh, hmm. That I've seen? Yeah. Have yeah, you- sure. Well, they're I, all cats. Yeah, sure. It's, like, <laughs> it's all, all cats. cats 2019. Frozen. Oh. No. Uh, Fuck off. I actually, if I'm uh, gonna get people to check out an underappreciated musical, I'm actually I'm gonna shout out an opera, which is uh, Gianni's Kiki, which is Weekend at Bernie's the opera. It's like very <laughs> short um, and very funny, and it's just I think it's a very like accessible opera, especially if you can get the English version of it, which like people who tell you that you should only listen to opera in the original language are fucking redacted um so yeah says the says the sub watcher listen i appreciate dubs i am just i i i we're not gonna get into it um (laughs) most of the time i only listen to the dubs because i'm anyway whatever anyway uh if you want to like watch an opera that's like funny and like actually good you should watch Gianni's kiki Mm mm-hmm for some reason, what's 
coming up in my mind is Rocky Horror, but I don't know how I feel about Rocky Horror. It's yeah, it's it's got it's got its historical value for sure, but I don't know. I haven't seen Rocky Horror, but I have seen Shock Treatment, the the hmm. pseudo sequel. Interesting. Huh. Uh. Uh, let's see. Next question, I think. Shock Treatment is a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Objectively, it is. Yes. From PhD Mom, uh, which play resembles the Yu-Gi-Oh! series the best, DM and GX separate or in whole? Which Yu-Gi-Oh! character is which theater character? Okay, I have answers for the series. Okay. One. Okay. Um, for uh, DM, it's Aida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Not familiar. It is, it's about ancient Egypt. I see. Makes sense. And uh, for GX, it's Guys and Dolls. <laughs> mm-hmm. God. Which is about games and being able to play games and the man coming down on being able to play games. Yeah. I mean, specifically gambling, but we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really have an answer for any of these. I'm sorry. And then the second part of the question for uh, the, the answer is cats. Our <laughs> guy. <laughs> Um, if you had to rewrite Yu-Gi-Oh! as a play in another time, which era would you choose and why Victorian? Because I think it's always funny. Hmm. So this is, this is you know, making me think of, like, you know, Shakespeare productions and, you know, the sort of uh, funny spoof headline of, like, oh, sh- revolutionary Shakespeare production sets the play in, th- in original Elizabethan times just as a change. So what I'm <laughs> kind of going to do that and sort of reverse sort of that thing is, A, we take some Shakespeare and we make it, you know, Romeo and Juliet kind of thing like that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then we all also take Yu-Gi-Oh and we make it into Shakespeare. I feel mm. like if we were going with dual monsters, I would go with like a 40s pulp pulp adventure story, uh real like uh, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones style shit. Uh if we're going with GX, uh I want to set it in like either the 80s or 90s, just real like uh teen drama film era. Mhm. Mm. Uh-huh. day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. As a follow-up to uh, Danny's question about which of the GX gang would be theater kid if Dual Monsters wasn't a thing, Stephen Marshmallow asks, if not uh, theater, what would the rest of our kids be doing if Dual Monsters wasn't a thing? I mean, literally what they were doing anyway. I mean, yeah. Anzu would be dancing. Honda and Jonochi would probably be in a gang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Bakura would be a weird kid studying the occult and trying to bring his dead mom and sister back to life, probably. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, he'd have, like, a tent where he did tarot readings and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know what the GX gang would be. I don't know. What would yeah, Pegasus I mean, like, be doing? Painting. Oh, yeah, he'd be painting. a painter. Yeah, he'd be painting. He's, be a successful he makes, painter. He makes a fortune off of uh, drawing furry commissions. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, like, GX guy, you're like, okay. Judai he nails be... his tune style, and it's in huge demand. Judai <laughs> would be flunking out of high school, to be honest. Like, show yeah. would be in, like, fucking biology class. Um, no, yeah, he'd be on an engineering track show. Yeah, Jaden's flunking oh, out yeah, of dual school. He would definitely flunk out of normal school. Yeah. Um, honestly, if, if, if Dual Monsters wasn't a thing... Jaden would have absolutely nothing going for him. Misawa, Misawa would be a Rhodes Scholar without any uh, critical analysis of Rhodes himself as a person. Cecil Rhodes himself as a person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Chumley would be doing racism. 
Jaden would be a podcast. <laughs> no, no prospects in life. Has nothing going for him. He's, he's making oh, a podcast. No. Come on. Oh no. Uh, hmm. That does make me think, though. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I forgot what I was thinking. But Jaden and some sort of other jockey sports role. He 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 gets good at a different game. Yeah, uh, he'd just find a different. Maybe a substitute he, he's for played Magic the Gathering. Maybe yeah. he, maybe he becomes a Twitch streamer. He plays Duel Masters. Mm-hmm. Oh, he plays Duel Masters. That's it. I feel like we've sort of gone over the question from Shadow Sandbag, um, which was if there were to be a Yu-Gi-Oh musical, what genre would you want it to be? Horror. Next question. Um. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, Imagine uh, Bakura's like villain song. Oh my god. Literally just Phantom of the Opera, except it's with Mm -hmm. dueling instead of music. (gasps) Oh my god. Is Bakura the Phantom? Yeah. Or Yami, potentially. Ooh. Unlike, unlike, um, if it's fucking Yami and Yami's like, sing for me, and Yugi's the one being like, "Ah!" Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my god. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Next Um, question from- Kaiba's role. Oh, one from, uh, Cass, non-binary with left dragonkin. Do you think Crowler would still love Bonaparte if he, Bonaparte, was a worm? Vice versa? And I've got to say, yes and yes, they're inseparable. They already are worms. <laughs> they are worms, I exactly. I, 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 don't, I don't know what this means. Me neither. I assume it's a no, reference to something I've never watched. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I just want to shout out the uh, question from Dino Radio Time with her girl. When will you all direct to produce a music to duel by a music to duel by Yu-Gi-Oh musical? Oh, We're doing it right now. I didn't realize. Oh uh, my god, a yeah. musical, but it's specifically using the soundtrack of music to duel by. I yeah, love um, that. Hey, donate to our GoFundMe. Oh, Make it happen. that also reminds me. Like, I want. A Yu-Gi-Oh! musical to be like the Pokemon musical. Just get all the four kids' voice actors in costume and have them do, like, an episode, but it's, like, but it's just, like, a musical. I don't know. Yeah. Darren Dustin is here. He he got No rules. Just right. There's this really good picture of, like, Andrew Rannells dressed as James (laughs) or... No, or was it Eric Stewart? Eric Stewart as James for the Pokemon musical. Jesus. Oh, my God. Um... Uh, our, our last question is from Colton, uh, which is, can we talk about the fact that the historical figure Napoleon was actually Italian? Yeah, by oh. injection. Actually, he was uh, Corsican. Was he Corsican? Yeah, yeah okay. he's Corsican. Stop. You all, Corsican you all missed had... my, funny, my funny Napoleon Kronos joke. I don't. I don't. Oh! oh. <laughs> Gross. That's all the time we have for this week, <laughs> folks. You can find us on Twitter at Put the kids to bed. <laughs> Join our Discord if you go to Kaiba.online. You can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash pod of greed. Thank you very much to our $5 patrons who are a Colton Crow, Danielle Kalaskas, Drevian, Joel Thomas, and Morg Haunting the Morg. And also Riley Hopkins. Did two answer there. Sorry about it. Thank you for the money. No kisses for you. We are internet people. Dan, you were going for it. Yeah. I heard. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. And you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. Uh, from there, you can find my Twitter at bigger challenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include the Sonic Shuffle, 
a random and holistic Sonic Lore podcast. Uh, we've got some recordings in the pipe. Hopefully, I'll get get them edited. Hopefully, I'll get one of them edited by the end of this weekend, which is uh, about the Snapcube real time fan dub of yes! Sonic Adventure Two. Fuck yeah, dude! Uh, Damn. Uh, you can listen to. Uh, video games, the movie, the podcast, a uh, video game movie uh, podcast I do every month with my friend Maxi. Uh, this last month's movie was Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, and this month's is Mortal Kombat 1995. Uh, you can listen to Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one shots, and we recently came back to do a little short series on an in-development RPG called Mythologic by Crow System. The Crow System. Uh, uh, that's its name. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. We've got... there. There's a lot of holidays in rapid succession in in here, so... Yeah, I'm, we got 9-11. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, we've got Never forget Xbox. I'm <laughs> I am I am hotly debating if I do something tomorrow for 9/11. I, whatever you whatever you do Dan, it won't be funnier than whatever George Bush is cooking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it won't be funny than funnier than whatever the Oval Office posts. Yeah. Oh, Jesus it, Christ. I simply cannot be funnier than a certain episode of Heart Spell that is not on the free feed, but you should listen to it if you get the chance. We live in a goddamn society. Uh, some other also, stuff. He did 9 11. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bush did do 9 11, yes. Um, so we've got Yom Kippur. <laughs> we've got Chusok. That's a uh, Korean. Hogsame, uh, every- Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the 21st night of September. There's the fall mm-hmm. equinox. And. S- Celebrate Bisexuality Day, and after that is October holidays. Hey, that's me. Damn. I'm one of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I do that. Uh, huh? Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm Argyle. I'm Argyle. I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to me on a couple of other podcasts, one of them being Wow Cool Robot, uh, that I'm no longer on, but I was on for We're a while. Living. Yeah, for a few months. Uh, for to me and Audrey and Max, we talked about G Gundam. G Gundam's really good. Uh, you, you should give it a listen. All of us, all you need. Uh, and you can also listen to me on Kamarocho Radio. It is a podcast about the Yakuza series of video games. They're my favorite ones. Uh, we have started on Yakuza Three, uh, and it's a good game so far. Uh, Popcorn and Sarah. Ha! Huh, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm Sarah. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. Uh, I do a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, the most sort of recent one is dun, 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 which is a Tintin read-along podcast. We have now released an episode. You can hear our thoughts in putting the puppy in a sarcophagus, aka the episode on cigars of the pharaoh. We did we skipped the really racist ones, and now we're not going to talk like, about Tintin goes to the Congo. Don't worry. We, we listen. We probably we'll probably cover it eventually. But like, listen, I'm not I'm not going to start our Tintin <laughs> podcast by being yeah, like, hi, here's some horrific racism. We're going to have you heard about the Belgian uh, Empire? You should well, have. 
Uh, if you read Tintin O Congo, it tells you that Belgian colonialism was actually good. I really don't. Fuck. Popcorn Audrey. <laughs> um, I'm Gamba. Uh, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Optimum um, Prime on uh, at Optimum Prime on Tumblr and Twitter. Uh, as Argyle mentioned, I recently ended my uh, experience as a host with him on uh, Well Cool Robot, uh, where we talked about G Gundam. I love robots. And if you want to talk, hear uh, more about me uh, talk about robots uh, in the very near future, you can follow at Prime Cuts Pod on Twitter. Just a social media for uh, a new podcast. I'm starting with friend of the show, Nero, which is going to be about Transformers. We're going to go through all of the Transformers TV series season by season, but not chronologically. So that's going to be really fun. Um, and uh, that's going to be a noise space as well, eventually. So all good stuff. And speaking of noise space, we are part of the noisebase.xyz networks. Other um, shows that you can find them there, and I'm gonna get them right this time, are uh, include most of what we've talked about here today in our other uh, places you can find us, but also include things like Zero to Zero. Uh, they also include things- soon Soon to be covering the Suicide Squad movie. Not, not the new good one, Ooh. the old bad one. Ooh, oh. that should be a, a delight. Um, Spicy. It includes slappers only. Mm-hmm. It, it includes Twink's Awakening. It does. The newest one there is uh, before before Prime Cuts gets uh, gets put on there is uh, Twink's Awakening about Zelda and a bunch of other oh. really good shows. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's end the podcast so I can go play Skyward Sword. Okay. <laughs> Please, Sarah needs to beat the final boss. Please. L- Link is waiting for you. Alright, that's it for us. Bye. I set myself face down and... (laughs) I set myself face down and use my clothes to soak up a... (laughs) Okay, there it is. I set myself face down and use my clothes to soak up a big pool of soy sauce on the ground. Uh, I set myself uh, face up and look into the sky from this pit where my bad card ass lies. I I set myself into the eye of the Delta Hurricane and end my turn. Yo! Peach. 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 Peach.